is a great pleasure to have my old friend Paul Manafort uh, on this radio show. He will also be on the TV show next week. Um, Paul is a brilliant political consultant. He was campaign chairman for President Trump's uh, 26th campaign. Paul Manafort, as much as anybody I know, got him through, got Trump through the uh, the uh, convention and the subsequent election. And he's also an old Ronald Reagan guy. And I also know what nobody else knows, that Paul Manafort in his heart is a tax-cutting supply cider. But there is nobody who has been treated worse by our judicial system. And the title of his book is uh, Persecuted, Prosecuted, But Not Silenced. First of all, Paul, it's a great pleasure to have you on. It's a great pleasure to hear your voice and talk to you. And you have survived the worst the worst story I know of for for nothing, for nothing. That's the way I've always looked at this. Anyway, welcome to the show. Thank you, Larry. You're a good friend, but I, I have to take issue with one thing. I didn't think I was that secret of a supply cider. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You, you, I, I remember during the campaign when Steve Moore and I sat down with you to brief you on what we were doing on the economic stuff. And cutting taxes, nobody had really given us much of a hearing. And you said, "Well, I'm for that. You guys have to be on the campaign plane." <laughs> and not only that, Larry, I remember the day that we did sit down, and yeah. right on the back, literally on the back of the envelope, you and Steve adding the points that became Trump's uh, economic plan. Yeah, yeah, but they treated treated you horribly, Paul. And I guess that's what you're describing in this book. Maybe you could just briefly walk through some of this. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, they did treat me horribly. They did it because of their hate for Donald Trump and their fear of Donald Trump. Uh, I I never in my mind uh, thought that I was the target of anything. I was a means to an end. And the more I resisted giving uh, Weissman and the special counsel what they wanted, the more they upped the, uh, the, the uh, abuse of me. Well, you're seeing the same thing again today uh, with uh, what happened this week with President Trump. I mean, there's there's no question that there's a two-tiered standard of justice. And in my book, that's what I talk about. I, I talk about the campaign to some degree, uh, you know, and, and why tr- Trump was such a unique candidate and why I thought uh, you know, the, the, the media and, the, and Washington feared him. But then I go into the whole Russian hoax. And I because I this book finished last week, a couple months ago, I've actually been able to keep get, update a lot of the other books that uh, that were done a year before, and include a lot of the Durham investigation consequences results in my book. And you know, Durham really, you know, when people say he's done nothing, he's really connected the dots mm-hmm. uh, in the investigation because we now know from Mook's testimony under oath that Hillary Clinton in early July of 2016. Uh, authorized the fake Russian uh, hoax. Mm. And we also know that Brennan, right after that, briefed Obama on it. And, you know, when you couple those two new facts with the fact that Crossfire Hurricane was started two weeks afterwards, in other words, the FBI already had information. The Obama administration already had information. This was a Clinton trick, and yet they instigated an investigation pulling in foreign nationals, including Russians, try and find dirt on Trump and me. And in the book, I go through all of those details and, uh, and bring it up to, you know, you know, how they threw me in solitary confinement, put a gag order on me, and did what they're doing to Trump right now. Because the t- what's going on today 
and, and, and my book shows this in, in, from the past as well, is there's a pattern. The FBI leaks things to favorite reporters that are outrageous. The They're doing report- it again. They're doing it yeah. again, right? It's the I mean, pattern. They're, they're leaking to the Washington Post that Trump is holding nuclear secrets in Mar-a-Lago. I mean, it's right. just it, off the charts. It, 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 and that's as credible as, as the Russian hoax. And, mm. and, you know, interestingly, when they're talking about how they can't issue the affidavit, remember, it was the affidavit in the FISA applications where Kevin Kleinsmith, the FBI agent, lied mm. uh, in order to get approval after three attempts had failed. So why do we think this affidavit by it's by the FBI to a magistrate has any more credibility than that one? There's no basis for it, especially since it's become apparent in the last month that Pre- uh, President Trump is talking about thinking about running again, and Biden's numbers are so so disastrous against Trump. You know, that's uh, Trump's given a couple of very good policy speeches, Paul. You know, everyone's always hung up uh, on the election stuff. But actually, he's been shifting gears. We, you know, we heard him uh, in Washington for the America First Policy Institute and also at CPAC. You know, a lot of stuff on crime, a lot of stuff on education choice, and, of course, lower taxes and deregulation to fight recession and fight inflation. I mean, I think he's um, positioning himself pretty well right now. Uh, absolutely. I mean, when people say, is Trump going to run? I say, well, Joe Biden is doing everything he can to encourage him to run. Because when you look at all of the high points in Trump's administration, many of which you were key in on the economic front, and you compare them to Biden's failed policies by simply changing the Trump policies, the, the comparisons speak for themselves, and, and the results are going to speak for themselves. I think that's why we're going to have a big win in November. But then it's going to be incumbent on Republicans to stop with this game of letting the, the swamp define Trump. And they've got to be strong next would take when they take over the House and expose the two-tiered system of justice under Biden and Garland. they got to expose the FBI uh, corruption. And they've, they've got to show the American people that these tactics that, that have been focused on Donald Trump for seven years are what the real threat to democracy is. It's not Donald Trump who's the threat. It's those who are trying to defeat Donald Trump and what they're using, willing to do in weaponizing government to do so. Yeah, that we just had Andy McCarthy on, the former federal prosecutor, conservative, and um, they're trying to invent new criminal laws to go after Trump uh, on these, uh, you know, National Archive records. Laws that are not on the books, laws that Congress never passed. They're trying to expand those laws to go after Trump over these uh, so-called classified documents. And by the way, they're going after non-classified documents it's just a it's a fishing expedition paul manafort it's a it's a witch hunt is what it really is you're exactly right larry but that's their mo that's what they did for certainly the the trump impeachments uh you know those were fishing expeditions russia russian hoaxes fishing january 6th is a is a fishing expedition in many respects um but but none of them have worked because the American people are smart enough to figure it out. Mm. And this isn't going to work either. And I think it's going to rebound even further against against the Biden administration. So <clears throat> you sound pretty <clears throat> you sound pretty darn good, uh, which I'm you know thrilled to hear. I mean, they treated you. you They put you in solitary. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was, you know, a friend of mine who had actually been involved in the Enron case 
and so was aware of Weissman's tactics, told me when that when my name started to get bandied around, you know, to read Sidney Powell's book, License to Lie, mm. because he said, you're going to find that Weissman, who has no scruples, will do the same things to you. And that was the best, the best information I was given because I read that book, and so I was prepared. I thought I was prepared. You're never prepared for the kind of onslaught that they put on me, but it helped me through recognizing that uh, – that this was not justice because I, I couldn't understand every issue that they charged me with had been resolved years before. Mm. charge, which was the hook that they, they needed to try and get Russian collusion in the, into their narrative uh, was an issue that I had resolved as a department of justice fair unit before would be a special counsel, even if it was elect selected and cleared of all, of all uh, criminality, no civil actions, no penalties, and, and it was with a, with a disclo- uh, disclosing a document to them. They were very happy. Weissman actually called the head of the unit up and said, we're throwing that, uh, that settlement out, and we're going to be criminally indicted. Man, I've got responsibility now. Mm. That was the game they played. And mm. uh, I talk about that in the book. I lay it all out because – because those patterns against me, this is the importance of the book, I think, are the same patterns that you're seeing today. And, and, you know, and I, it, because the book was done a couple of months ago, I was able to put sort of warnings into the, into the system of what we had to be careful of. Because it was not just me they were coming after. It was not just Trump they were coming after. But it was all the people who support Trump. Right. And so whether they're parents at school board meetings mm. or, or, you know, People living on the on the borders uh, with Mexico, uh, it doesn't or pro life people. It doesn't matter if you support Donald Trump. All right, Paul Manafort. We will talk to you again next week. I'm so glad to hear you. Sounds great stuff. Very very important story. Paul Manafort. The name of the book is Political Prisoner: Persecuted, Prosecuted, but Not Silenced.